What's up, Internet? You're tuned into this week's edition of the Comics Pals Image Comics Reviews. Courtesy of Image Comics, we get their books uh, early, so we get to do reviews for you day and date every Wednesday. This week on the chopping block, we've got King Spawn number two and Radiant Black number eight. We are going to kick things off with King Spawn number two, uh, but before we do that, let me just say, uh, I'm Pete, and on um, this week's reviews, I'm joined by Kale. I'm King Spawn, actually. Okay, King Kale and uh, Phil. I'm the baby Spawn. <laughs> How long until we get a baby Spawn, you think? Six months. Okay. Littlest, uh, littlest Spawn. It's like the only market that they're not trying to hit is YA, right? So I am Chibi Spawn. Chibi Spawn, yeah, that'll work out. Uh, of course, we're the Comic Spouse. We do a weekly comic book podcast where uh, we get together and talk about all the goings on in the comic book industry and uh, all your favorite characters wherever you can find them. And like I said, we're here doing image reviews every Wednesday. We've got our Marvel, DC, and everything else dropping on Thursdays. And uh, for right now, anyway, the latest season of We Watch, which is our show where we watch other shows or movies and then review them, funnily enough. So if you want to go check out our thoughts on what if those are also dropping uh, on Thursday, so you can catch that tomorrow as well. So, uh, oh, and right, of course, we're all over the web. You know, wherever you get your podcasts, we're there. You know, come subscribe to the RSS feed. Come follow us on YouTube. Give us a like. Subscribe to the channel. We're very close to having 420 subscribers, like very nice. close. And I would love if this week we could get over that mark. So uh, we're going to have a big weed episode to celebrate. Big old weed episode. <laughs> sure. Uh, speaking of big old weeds, uh, let's pull on this one. This is, of oh. course, King Spawn number two uh, with the creative team of Sean Lewis uh, on the main script with Todd McFarlane offering additional dialogue and helping out with the plot. Uh, we have art by Javi Fernandez. We have colors by... Uh, uh, oh, shoot. I never FCO Placencia. I never uh, remember how to say... Is it FCO or is it FICO? I mean, it says FCO. Okay, whatever. It's FCO Placencia. Uh, and then lettering by N World Design. Uh, this. I'm it gonna, sure is a book. It sure was. And I, I think I am officially done. Uh, I yeah. gotta say. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, the, last, the last time we reviewed a Spawn book, I don't. I think it was King Spawn. It might have been King Spawn number one. Um, but I remember Sean and I were talking about it. Sean had has really been having fun with these books, and I was kind of saying, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Like, it's just, it's not quite landing for me. I don't know if maybe it's just that I need more time to get acclimated or if it's just not landing with me. And I think this issue just cemented for me that I just don't think Spawn is for me. It's He's never been a character that I've been able to jive with despite trying a few times. Um, and this, this run, this era is just not doing me any favors. I feel like specifically um the the conversation that spawn keeps having with she spawn and and mark his like supporting characters it literally feels like it's the same conversation every episode where they're like spawn why are you so mad why are you such a dick you yeah. need us like and he's like no i don't and he's like but i do and it's just like i'm i'm not having fun i'm just not and i don't want to shit on the book like i don't want to like you know, turn this into like a, a anti-spawn parade or anything. It's just, it's just not working for me, and I, I think I'm done trying. 
last time we talked about Spawn was 321. That was two weeks ago. And that had a lot of Todd McFarlane dialogue. And you gave the credits to this one, King Spawn number two, where it says offering additional dialogue is Todd McFarlane. And it's like, are we sure he didn't do all the dialogue? Because yeah. good God. It felt like it. Yeah. I actually, <laughs> when I when I was reading this, I had a thought halfway through it. I was like, ah, is this another Todd McFarlane one? Or is this, is this Sean? And yeah, it's... It's just I, dense, man. There's so I much. I str- struggle to believe anyone other than Todd McFarlane did the dialogue on this. <laughs> yeah, I don't um, know. I don't know. And it's just like the whole like, like murdering kids. And it's like it's very heavy and like and I don't feel like it's it doesn't feel like it's paying off for me. Right. Like the the investment into all of the like, you know, he's super angry and there's like this definitely like you know this very like heavy like they're murdering children to get spawn out in the open and it's gonna be another war brewing and it's like i don't know i'm just i'm struggling to get invested in anything like i feel like when you're just like left and right just murdering kids every other issue it it loses its impact after a while you know yes it doesn't absolutely it doesn't feel like you know there was like a thing where like a, a, a elementary school got bombed and like just feels like we're doing that again and like i think i think sean and i talked about it at the time and it's like you compare that to something like civil war right where that moment has so much impact because that's not supposed to happen and like it it makes the stakes feel more real here the fact that the stakes are already so high but like they're constantly so high and it's just like it feels like blase at this point like yeah all right like the world's in jeopardy heaven and hell are fighting over it and it's like okay yeah i don't know well and that's the thing too with this issue is the 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 climax of this issue takes place at what seems to be a second staged january 6th uh insurrection at the white house at the capitol yeah yeah um you know where the white house is nope. but uh, it's it feels it feels like it's like you say it's taking the impact away from it to to try to manifest that in in the book and for spawn but it doesn't like it doesn't have that impact yeah um it it it, you have to start small to work your way up to big and when we're starting big like that maybe this does maybe this will go bigger but it just feels needlessly grimdark uh, and edgy, and uh, I know we're going to get a lot of uh, feels like spawn. We're going to get a lot of angry comments saying, you know, that's the point, and I understand that. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I don't think that's for this this type of books for any of any any of us of us three. Yeah, and I think that's ultimately where I'm at with it. Is like. I'm I'm not inherently against a little grimdark, you know. Like there mm-hmm. are there are certainly examples of stuff like that that's played for me fine, um, but I I just I don't know. I, yeah, I I think between not liking what's been going on in the main Spawn storyline and then you know having some of the other books we've read have a bunch of like backup stories about other characters that I know even less about and I'm even less attached to. Um, it's just. 
I, I know this is for somebody. We get comments on every one of the spawn reviews that we do. Like there's there's a huge audience out there that's digging this and you know, I don't mean to um to speak ill of it, right? Um, but it's just it's just not landing for me and I think I'm 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 at a point where I like I found myself um struggling to get through it. Yeah. For the review. And I just I don't wanna I don't wanna bring that energy to any review, you know? And it's just uh, the dialogue is just so clunky. I think that's honestly the hardest part. If it was just like better structured, it might be easier to read. Like, like the way these characters talk to each other, where it's like they're mad at each other all the time for no like for kind of contrived reasons. Um, yeah, because like even there was like the moment where like um, Spawn gets mad and he like smashes the computer thing and then he leaves yeah. and then uh she spawn like he, he tells mark to do something and he's like cool i'm on it and then she's like oh like that's all you have to say like nice backbone and it's just like why is every conversation a conflict like everything like everyone's just mad all the time and like i get it like spawns an asshole but it's like i don't know leave he keeps telling you to leave leave i don't know like i just <laughs> i also like that his his caption there is i don't like out outbursts like that they're weak. <laughs> it's like, but I out, I have an outburst every issue. Tell us why you like it, uh, people at home. Uh, you know, maybe you can uh, dissuade us and explain why we're crazy. I mean, the art is yes. incredible. Yeah, it looks great. Yeah. I mean, if you if you don't read it, then there is a reasonably coherent story here. And, and I think a big part of it is like Spawn is definitely an artist's book. Like it's, yeah. it's it's a series that I think is most remembered for its style and its aesthetic and you know the vibe of it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> like even even this page, you know, this ultra uh, uh, patriot page of Spawn with a giant machine gun standing between two American flags, like that's cool as shit. It, it just is. Like it does look good. It is a very pretty book. There's one page where Spawn is getting lit up with bullets. Um, that visibly, like visually, mm -hmm. looks very pretty. Yeah, I think from an art perspective, there's a lot of really good work here um, between uh, Javi Fernandez and FCO Placencia. Like, there's there's definitely some really good work there. But then um, it's corny seeing Spawn with like a machine gun with an American flag behind him. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, you guys are probably the wrong people to ask, but does the um the reveal of the villain do anything for you? Do you know who he is? No. Um. So he is in issue five of Spawn. He's a child murderer and and a pedophile who Spawn kills very early on. Okay. Um. Like hunts down and kills. Um. Um, and I guess he's coming for spawn. So. Yeah, that's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. That's cool. It's it. And it's one of those things. I, I don't know if he's come back before I, I Googled to make sure I was right. And it said he is a recurring character. So I don't know if he's come back for, you know, other things before or not. No idea. Yeah. Okay. Dressing the wrong guy. All right. So yeah. Um, let us know what you thought about King Spawn number two. Um and we'll uh we'll probably be back again next month, I guess. Yeah. 
Uh, all right, so let's let's jump into uh, Radiant Black number eight. Of course, this is the creative team of Kyle Higgins on writing, uh, Marcelo Costa on art, uh, Natalia Marquez did the colors this time around, and uh, Becca Carey on letters. Uh, this is I I like this issue. I feel like. Um, now that we're at a point where there's like the team dynamic is kind of being established and the stakes are a little bit more clear, we're starting to have an idea of what the rules of the powers are and some of those things. I'm finding a lot more to connect with issue to issue. Um, and you know, there's like a, a pretty significant, um, amount of, of motion in this one in terms of just like there actually being some decent action, you know, like getting, a little bit of resolution, um, although it only really raising more questions with this fight with the you know purple line faced guy um, who we encountered <laughs> a couple issues back, uh, and then you know the tease of of kind of seemingly a lot more uh, conflict to come at the end of the issue. Um, I thought this was fun. Yeah. What do you think, Cal? Curious what you I'm, thought. I feel uh, similar to how you feel about King Spawn, Pete. I just. I this year it's just moving too slow like reading this I uh, I just I I'd forgotten what happened and all I could think was man I wish I could read more so that I know where it's going or or I you know so that I can get to where it's going so that I know I like it I see but for now I'm just like it's I'm bored because I, this this is all stuff that I feel like we've seen before. I get that. I don't think this bet this book benefits a ton from the month to month schedule that it's. I was been gonna on. say I know it's impossible, but if this was like a weekly release, I think there'd be more heat. I just, for me, it it comes down to you know what what I've said all along is it's just so it, early on it was just so broken up that I just yeah, I'm not interested. I feel like this stuff should have been the first arc. Yeah. You know, like it, it, yeah. I know that it wanted to lull us into that false sense of security to have that big moment in issue four. Um, yeah. But I think that that, that didn't land for most of the people on the panel. Um, I liked it, but you know, I, I again, I've, I've been the warmest on this book and I'm not a diehard for it. You know, like I don't think this is one of the, the biggest best books of the year right now. Um, but I feel like it has a lot of potential. Like it's doing things that I like and I feel like it's putting in work that is going somewhere. And like, I have yeah. that faith, but I, I get not feeling jazzed about it month to month, you know? And that's a, yeah, that's the thing is I, I feel you. I, I want to like this book, uh, but it's just not, it's just not here. It's not, you know, say, that's why I was curious how you felt about it because I, I think a lot of this t- uh, team dynamic stuff, Seems like it's your wheelhouse. Yeah, it's like a Toku Sentai kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tokusatsu. But yeah, excuse yes. me. Um, I actually thought this issue was fine. I didn't actually have a problem with it. I thought it was pretty well paced too. And I understand how it, this has been a peaks and valleys type of book, and the peaks have not been high. Um, but. I thought this issue was totally fine. I liked the way it started with uh, in Moscow. It was a more uh, earthbound kind of character moments, and then we get like a, a reasonable climax. Um, 
that was a, it ends on a, re, a decent cliffhanger too. I think this is a pretty good structured comic book. I don't really have any issues. I understand that maybe Kyle Higgins has burned some of that goodwill, but um, I'm willing to wipe the slate clean to see where it goes from here. I'm actually not out at that, all. That's where I'm at with it. I think in a big way is that like, it's only gotten better for me as we've gotten more information and, and gotten more focused. And I think like some of the inconsistency over the last couple issues, I think you can probably, you know, uh, point to a certain amount of it being because of what happened with Marcelo Costa getting injured and like them needing to have um, two issues that kind of slowed things down and, um, and kind of got away from the main narrative um, at different times. So like, I get that. Like, it's broken up the momentum quite a bit. But, like, the last couple issues where they've all been together and they've been working against a, a, single, a singular uh, thing has been working for me. Because, like, now it feels like this book is, like, in a rhythm. And if you ask me, like, well, what's Radiant Black about? I can tell you now to some degree. Like, have we gotten to the meat, the real meat of the story? No. I still think we're pretty much in the preamble. Um, mm-hmm. And that's not good. Eight issues, which is in. insane. Eight issues in. Yeah. This is like to Kale's point. This should have been like issue three or four. Um, but uh, like, I don't know if I'll say I have faith, but I'm willing to see where it goes. I'll say I'll say this. I think this book would have really benefited from uh, doing the. Um, oh my gosh, I never remember this term. And Tyler said it on the la- the reviews last Thursday. Uh, it's like the. It's it's there's a like Latin phrase for when a story starts in the middle of the story. Um, it's like the media de oh. plot or something like that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, yes, starting well, it's like it's starting in like media res when you're yes, in, in the media middle res. of the action. That's it. Thank you. That's the the phrase I was looking for. I think this story would have benefited from that. Like I think if if yeah. if it had started with uh. Because if you recall, remember the the original um, protagonist whose name I can't remember right now? Nathaniel. Okay. I was thinking that was the guy we're following now. Or Nathan. Isn't Nathan's not the black-haired guy? No. Okay. Um, the original the original Radiant Black, I remember there was the the there was like a, a thing where he saw a version of himself. Yeah. Like in the future and fully kitted out and everything i think if they had given us a starting point that was all of the radiance like together as a team like fighting this big alien conflict and you're like whoa there's like this whole war going on like what the fuck and then it snapped back to him in the car like looking at the phone and and crying and everything and like freaking out about his bank account i think that like if we had gotten some of this earlier I feel like we might not have that same fatigue because I mean, we spent goes, so much time set dressing that yeah. like the story's Ugh. just getting going. Eight issues, eight. or fucking even even if we started that way, and then like got through the arc but didn't know who Radiant Black was, and then in issue you know six or whatever, the end of the first arc, we find you know we find out that it's not who we think it is. Or, or you know, we find out who it is, and then start the second arc with Nathan, and he gets the power, and then we, and then we tell his story. Like that's again, that's compelling. That you yes. know what? That 
fucking third issue where he tries he has his writing day or whatever that would have made sense yeah there's been a lot of plot structuring issues and it's just it's too it's everything kale said and everything we've said throughout all eight reviews of this is just the pace is so slow if we did do a media res start uh, like start in the middle of action and work our way backwards you know at least that I don't know. At least it gives the audience something to look forward to. I don't know. Yeah, and I'm at the point where now I feel like I do have things to look forward to. But it took a long it time. Took it a took while eight months to get, to get there. Yeah, right. Exactly. And like, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's inherently a problem. It's just no. you know, I I think about um, early on, right? Like, I I made the comparison, um, and I mean not only me, right? Image made the comparison to Invincible. And Invincible is a book that takes a little bit before you get to the big reveal and the big moment. But I don't – I remember reading that book when I started reading it years later, and I was able to read it in bigger chunks. And I remember mm-hmm. I read the first six issues maybe the first time I sat down to read it. And I was like, oh, this is pretty good. Like this is like it- a cool, fun superhero story. And like it, it was – it gave me enough to grab onto, and then I read the next – however many issues I needed to to get to the reveal, and then I was in. But that was two sessions of reading in the span of a weekend, not eight months Uh of waiting for that moment and not knowing when or if it's going to come. I get that frustration, you know? This book might lend itself to trade waiting. waiting. I understand that. Oftentimes, Tom King books seem to follow in that pattern as well. Um, some books are just like that. I, I think it's too difficult to gauge whether or not this series is like that, though, because we're not objective enough to actually know if it is better that way. And probably needs another six issues to come out, which is unreasonable request for a monthly reader. Well, and given that the the first trade is out and it's everything I've complained about with this series, it might not be. I mean, I think it will. Yeah, that's the thing is, I think it will be better in trade, but I still think you might need to read two trades before you get to the meat, and like that's not great. Like you know, like that's not a good spot to be. And like ultimately, that doesn't necessarily matter. Like if we get to the if the end of this volume, right? Because we're we're at the very beginning of this volume now. Like if this if the second volume sticks to landing and then the third volume is like fucking amazing hot fire, you know, we'll probably look back and be like, all right, like we got there, you know, and maybe it wasn't the most graceful uh, build, but the pieces were laid and, and it was it ended up paying off. And that's fine. But for a book that's, you know, a new book that's trying to find an audience and trying to make a name for itself and trying to, you know, compete with. You know, frankly, uh, I think a lot of other really, really strong releases uh, over the last year. It's 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 tougher. You know, it's it's. I think it's as much as I have give, tried to give this book the benefit of the doubt and champion it as much as I can. Um, it is hard for me to come at it with the same enthusiasm that I do about some of the other books that we've recommended um, from this show, right? Like, I, I would tell anybody to go out and pick up Made in Korea, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that book great has book. been great issue to issue, and I think, you know, not even knowing how it ends or where it goes, right? Like, I, I feel confident enough that I've enjoyed it so much and that it stood out to me that I'm like, go get it. 
Whereas with this book, while I've had fun with it, it it does feel more like a book I would say like, yeah, maybe trade weight. But even so, it's, it's hard for me to say right now, you know? Like, I don't dislike it. I, there are things I like about it. But it's hard for me to recommend that you use your limited resources and time on this versus some of the other really strong books that I've enjoyed this year, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And and maybe that's more to say about the books that are coming out this year than it is about Radiant Black, but in a softer year, maybe. But I think, like, when I look at, like, you know, like I said, Made in Korea or, like, Beta Ray Bill or the Swamp Thing or, you know, like, I just I feel like there's so many other similarly length stories I could point to and say I feel like you're going to get more out of this or more bang for your buck following this specific book um, rather than Radiant Black. Whether or not that I, I am, I am having fun with it, you know, like I, I want to see it succeed. And I think like all three of us have said that like there's a tremendous amount of promise to this story, which is mm-hmm. why I think we're still here for it. Um, but that and doesn't Kyle mean Higgins that. Higgins has chops too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, it's a good creative team. Like I like the art a lot. I think the script is genuinely pretty funny, like often. Um, mm. there, there, are, there are a lot of things that are above average but I don't feel like it has ended up amounting to more than the sum of its parts yet. And eight issues in, that sucks. And 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 I think something that I thought about today while reading this is I wouldn't give this same level of rope to a book from Marvel or DC. Mm. It's the fact that it's a creator-owned book that I, I'm like, oh, like, I, you know, I want to see where it goes and I want to see it develop and, and get... But, like, if this same caliber of book was, I don't know, like, an Iron Man story or something like that. It would have been it would have been pulled already. Or or at least I would have bounced off of it and been like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. So, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm still enjoying Radiant Black. I, I, I'm still, like, here for it, you know? Like, I, I think, like Phil said, like, I'm definitely not off the train yet. Um, but I, I also think that all of the criticisms that, that Kale has, has levied and, you know... Um, continued to levy are are fair and like I for week to week right now it's it it is tough and I think a couple weeks ago I was still feeling a little more bullish on it but I'm starting to feel that fatigue now a little bit eight issues in um and I, I feel like we need to we need to pick up the pace because even though I liked this issue and it it did accomplish quite a bit compared to some of the last ones we've gotten it's like mm. it still just doesn't quite feel like enough you know, like, we understand the stakes of this war and some of these other things, but, like, I feel like this book needs its, like, mic drop moment. And I don't know if it thought that killing Nathan was that or, you know, seemingly killing him, right? But I don't know that that had the impact it needed to have. And from there, what is that really amounted to? A little bit of friction between Radiant Black and Radiant Red, but not really you know like uh, yeah i don't know like i i feel like we gotta we gotta make a turn here you know we gotta get to get to an an issue one singular issue that i can point to and say this is s tier this was worth the eight issue investment this is where we're going from here on out and i am on board that's the moment i really feel like we still need with this book and at least for us you know, I think all of us, right? Not even just the three of us on this panel. Um, it just hasn't quite gotten there yet. 
until next time, I guess. We'll see where they go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I, I like I said, I'm still looking forward to it. I'm still going to give it the benefit of the doubt. But um, for right now, it's <laughs> I don't know. I, I want to I want to see it do more than it has. Um, so, yeah, I guess by default, this is my pick of the week. I did not like Spawn. I would not suggest that you pull Spawn. Um, but I think this is the first time that I've said that a book is my pick of the week, but I would also suggest that you probably trade weight it. <laughs> there you go. First time for everything. There we go. So if you want to write in and let us know what you thought about King Spawn number two or Radiant Black number eight, there's a bunch of ways you can do that. Of course, you can write to us in the comments down below. You can write to us at thecomicspals at gmail.com. You can come join our Discord where the conversation keeps rolling every week. Uh, and we will read your thoughts on the next proper episode of the Comics Pals. So if you've been writing in on any of these image reviews or any of the other comic uh, stuff that we've you know been putting out, um, that's where we read your comments. So if you want to hear us respond to your thoughts, um, go check out the main show if you haven't before. It's a good time, and I think it's worth your time anyway. So uh, until next time, I've been Pete. He's been Phil. He's been Kale. We've been the Comics Pals. See you next week. Thanks again, Image. Yarg! I be pirate spawns. <laughs>